Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Lingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode discusses how dung beetles navigate using a variety of rather unorthodox techniques. A sharp aroma seeps across the sky, you scurry to its source, working quickly to carefully craft a sustaining sphere of pungent spice. With cargo now in tow, you cast off across this barren sea in direction unknown, until looking up, you catch your breath and ride the Milky Way, stars lit up like cat's eyes to guide you home. Dawn breaks across the savannah, a blazing sun pounds down, beating out a celestial rhythm across your dampened brow, a heavenly pulse that drives you ever onwards, destination unseen. Clouds form overhead, their milky breath casting shadows over disappearing lines, a cool wind drapes across your forehead, bringing turbulent cues that keep you on course. As you stagger like a drunk at a roadside examination, snaking along the surface until the sun breaks free from its overcast prison and you slowly dance back into line. This poem was inspired by research published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, which has found that in addition to using the sun and the stars to navigate, dung beetles also use the wind to keep their bearings. The South African dung beetle survives and thrives by scavenging dung from other animals, crafting it into a ball, rolling it away and then burying it. These buried balls are then either used by the female to lay her eggs in or as food for the adults to eat. When rolling the dung away, they do so in a randomly chosen direction as quickly as possible to prevent the ball from being stolen by other beetles. But to escape effectively, the beetles need to move along a constant bearing away from the dun, and in order to do this, it has been shown that the beetles make use of a variety of celestial cues. In 2003, Professor Marie Dack from Lund University in Sweden led a group of researchers who discovered that nocturnal dung beetle species can navigate by the polarised light of the moon. In 2012, Professor Dack and her colleagues found that another species uses the light of the Milky Way when the moon isn't available. And in 2013, they revealed that day-rolling species such as the South African dung beetle use the sun to guide them to their destination. In instances where these cues are not available, for example days or nights that are cloudy or overcast, then the beetles are less able to move in a straight line. However, even in these circumstances, the beetles still travelling reasonably straight lines, which would indicate that the dung beetles are using additional non-visual cues to orientate themselves. Professor Dake and her fellow researchers have now shown that these cues come from the wind. For their study, they worked within a laboratory environment which they were able to simulate and control the position of the sun and the wind direction to precisely record their effects on beetle navigation. They began by constructing this two-foot-wide dome that mimicked the beetle's natural habitat, after which they performed a series of experiments using an LED for the sun and fans to simulate the wind. This process then allowed the scientists to measure the dung beetle's performances under a variety of conditions and show that when the artificial sun, the LED, was at high noon making it useless for navigation, the beetles instead chose to roll their dung balls into the wind. 
In one experiment, the scientists actually removed the end section of the insect's antennae, which is thought to help them sense odours. However, the beetles still managed to successfully navigate, suggesting that the beetles are actually feeling the wind rather than smelling it. Beetles that had their entire antennae removed, however, became lost and deviated from straight lines as they were unable to sense the wind. The researchers also found that the beetles were able to harmonize this information from the wind with the other celestial signs, creating an efficient and robust compass that ultimately increases the beetle's precision, keeping it on track no matter what the conditions. In other words, dung beetles seem to be merging two different kinds of information, one mechanical, the other visual, into a single brain region. Despite having a brain that is roughly the size of a grain of rice, these dung beetles are undertaking sensory processing that is reminiscent of what some people might call cognition. And the next step for Professor Daki and her colleagues is to investigate how a dung beetle evaluates the information provided by either the wind or the sun and how it determines which one to use. To do this, they intend on performing recordings of the neurons themselves from inside the beetle's internal compass. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. A sharp aroma seeps across the sky, you scurry to its source, working quickly to carefully craft a sustaining sphere of pungent spice. With cargo now in tow, you cast off across this barren sea in direction unknown. Until looking up, you catch your breath and ride the Milky Way, stars lit up like cat's eyes to guide you home. Dawn breaks across the savannah, a blazing sun pounds down, beating out a celestial rhythm across your dampened brow, a heavenly pulse that drives you ever onwards, destination unseen. Clouds form overhead, their milky breath casting shadows over disappearing lines. A cool wind drapes across your forehead, bringing turbulent cues that keep you on course as you stagger like a drunk at a roadside examination, snaking along the surface until the sun breaks free from its overcast prison and you slowly dance back into line. In this section of the podcast, I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the subject of this podcast. In this episode, I'll be reading Dung Beetles Navigate by Starlight, written by Dr. Sarah Watkinson. Sarah is an Emeritus Research Fellow in Fungal Biology in the Department of Plant Sciences at the University of Oxford. She's also an award-winning poet, and in 2017, she published a chapbook of poems with Cinnamon Press entitled Dung Beetles Navigate by Starlight. The poem from which the collection takes its title was inspired by Professor Dake's 2013 study. And the whole chapbook contains, you know, a really rather wonderful and playful collection of poetry about the natural world. Sarah also helps to organise and run SIPO, a meeting of science and poetry that takes place every year at St Hilda's College at the University of Oxford, and which is now in its 12th year. Dung Beetles Navigate by Starlight by Dr Sarah Watkinson. I track my treasures home on star beams, hide my finds in caverns, steer them clean away before I'm stranded in the clueless day with all my musky gleanings dull and dried. Straightness is all, the constellations guide my angled legs, the facets of each eye lock onto glimmers, sensed how, who can say the system works for me, I'm satisfied. 
I know those lines of light shine down for me, the dung deposited on dewy ground, a providence through moonless dark I see, in multiple dimensions beacons round, and every blessed night miraculously precipitates new turds for me to find. Thank you for listening to The Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening.